I get this right back, Charlie. Are we live? Of course we're live. We're live, but everything ain't prepared, as you can see there, people. Hey, as, as I said, let's go again. People deluded, I'm back again. Welcome back to another edition of the Deluded Podcast, the People's Podcast, the Really and Truly Podcast, hosted here by those of you that are listening. Shout out to the Twitch gang. Shout out to the people listening on the replays on Apple Music and Spotify. One love to the freeloading YouTube ones as well. Um, I appreciate however you're getting your Deluded fix. I appreciate all the con all the support you lot give my content, especially as we look to keep growing and growing. And at this moment, in time on the verge of 42,000 subscribers hopefully we'll be sitting here by next year at some point with 50 and, and above and beyond people and we'll keep growing so as usual I appreciate everybody's support again without you lot this can't go anywhere and you know I always you know you lot gave me a reason to breathe and want to live again so I'll always appreciate you guys if nothing more on that again it's Tuesday hope everyone's had a good start to the week following a solid weekend hopefully we all move that much closer to our dreams hopes goals and aspirations and things now again you'll be really troubled to look at any something anything football related that isn't connected with Man United or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or Antonio Conte or Zidane now or whoever is going to be taking the Man United job or whoever's currently there and the scrutiny that role currently faces if you're not doing your job so we're speaking about that it's cup action today people so it's only right that we speak about you know the EFL slash Kat Yarabel Cup Arsenal got leads again. Twitch gang, go and go on to your um, do me a favor, go on your schedule, set your reminders on Twitch. West Ham versus Manchester City tomorrow, people. On Twitch, on that topic of live streams, like you can see, I commented bright and early. Big up everyone locked in. Hope everyone is well and safe today. Massive good morning to you guys in the UK, and obviously, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. Do not forget, in addition to what we're currently seeing on Twitch today, people, I've got two other bits of live content, but they're going to be on YouTube. After this, we're going to go 11.30, talk about whatever is affecting Arsenal. You already know the drill. Before live from 6.45, I'll be doing Arsenal versus Leeds, or better yet, watching the game with you lot um, on YouTube. So, yeah, man, the content is crazy. And obviously, big up to the Twitch gang for supporting the Football Manager content. If you missed the reruns, then follow and subscribe to see all of that stuff um, on Twitch. Obviously, I've uploaded it onto YouTube. So there's a bag of content on YouTube. Again, I don't really want to be known for hard work and hard working. I am appreciative of these calls. I want to be learning. I want to be a smart worker. Working hard doesn't mean anything. And to be fair with you, you know, grafting each and every day for you know not much reward so again it's about thinking smarter so again with that being said you know where to go with it people yeah we're going to talk about you know we're going to talk about the EFL we're going to talk about Ollie you know let's save Ollie for a sec because again that'll be will make it a short podcast because what else could we say but Ollie out even if you're an Arsenal fan you know Ollie probably needs to leave Man United saying that I quite love it I do think he should be given time to turn things around you know this is a man that got them to a European final and got them into second place you know football fans have forgotten about you know again there's no balance you're a hero one year you're you're 
you're you're not the others and you know what you know i can't lie gary neville sounds like a bit of a twat just i rate at gary neville because in general i rate people that back their brethren back their friends it's us to the end you know he's probably telling Oli in private you're you're fucking shit at this moment in time but you gotta call a spade a spade. No one is asking for him to clamor the manager and whatnot. It's just there's an evident bias by a lot of people. And it's starting to unravel. Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville, they don't want to criticize Oli Golasosha. I don't know why. Maybe they're in a group a group chat and it question marks the integrity of all pundits for not calling a spade a spade, really and truly, when it's evident Oli Golasosha is everything. But in, in in commanding that job, he's out of his depth. Players probably don't know what's going on. Shoney doesn't know how to get the best out of the players that are actually good. Playing players that are not good. Um, you know, midfield is, is is there is no Man United midfield. You know, long gone are the days of Paul Scholes and whatnot. It's so open. You know, Paul scores, scores Roy Keane, the players that have been blessed with Man United in midfield. What's going on? Defence, shambolic defenders, to put it nicely, feel sorry for De Gea. Um, and so, yeah, it's a mess in all fragments of the word, really and truly. Man United hasn't probably reflected what the clubs thought it should, what, what fans of the club, sorry, thought it should for a long time, people. And for what it's worth, Ole Gunnar is expected to remain in charge of his, of his current role. Saying that, I do think we're at the territory now where... Even if he's not been sacked, he's been sacked. And what I mean by that is the Zidans, the Contes, all of these guys, you know, they're probably talking to their agents, seeing what the feasibility of, do you want to take it mid-season? What sort, you know, what sort of budget would you want? What sort of wages would you want? What sort of, you know, what does your coaching staff want? How many coaching staffs are you bringing in? Members of the coaching staff, what sort of system? So I personally think in the background, Man United are doing these sort of things. So Oli's got to react and... Again, I hope Man United beat Spurs because it's a double it's a double bonus because obviously we, we support any team that Spurs plays against. Unless it's Chelsea, then everybody's got to lose. Um, Oli would stay in his job, but it feels like he's a dead man walking with, you know, a, a, clearly a win versus Spurs would help him out. I don't wait, they're out of the cup, so that's a myth. But it's on knife edge, and it's and it and it's and it's gonna happen. And to be fair with you, the danger Oli's in now. The players know you're gone. The players know that you're gone. So I'm not saying players are gonna be sinister, but they're gonna be clear. I wouldn't say players are not playing for themselves in it. I don't think you need to. I always find it a bit cliche saying play for the manager in it. Because I mean playing for the for the manager and things because United players, you're playing. I'm not being funny. You're playing for Manchester United. That's a privilege, you know, really and truly. To say you played for that team, to say you trained, that's a privilege. You're a professional footballer. And, you know, away from that personal pride, you're telling me you want to be on TV week in, week out, millions of people following Man United, millions watching the league, and you're getting embarrassed. People are questioning your desire. People are questioning you lot personally. I'm sure you don't want that. So I do think there's many reasons to play for the gaffer. And I know Oli, is one thing you could give him is man management. He seemed to keep everyone sweet. But again... You know, Ronaldo, you're already on finesse. You start messing about when Ronaldo's in your team, you know you're on finesse. You know there's some big characters and it only takes to lose three or four of the main ones and everyone else is there. Like, I think he's lost Ronaldo. I think he's lost Pogba. So I think his task on. You lose them, man. You're losing Rashford. You're losing Greenwood. You're losing all these guys. So... It's an absolute myth for him. So he's a dead man walking and players know that. You know, Jaden Sancho, Van der Beek, Bailly, they're probably biding their time. The people on the scraps, you know, other people. Again, it's a time for people to stand up at, at Man United, but people know they're going to outlast the manager. Same way certain players know that in that, it probably in that defeat, like you typically see, certain Man United players know that 
Obviously, Pogba did it to himself, but he's going to take the headlines, you know. Probably be blamed for the majority of that to go with Oli because obviously he got sent off and lost the ball, knowing that the Fred and McTominays are going to get the, the, the hammerings and whatnot. So there's a lot to consider, really, really and really and truly. But he's a dead man walking, really. All these days are numbered, are numbered. Regardless, I feel they're numbered regardless of what might come out of the club. And obviously, again, they're probably negotiating with new with the prospective new manager as well. So it's, it doesn't help them to, to come out and say, yo, we're at, we actually are. And obviously, the fanfare that starts coming with that, it might mess up any negotiations that are probably happening. Now, that's what I expect Manchester United to be doing. If that is what Man United are genuinely doing, I don't have a clue. But yeah, big up everybody that's locked in as well. Uh, appreciative of you lot that always tune in and support and support the movement and whatnot. Um, good morning, people. Um, I think if you're going to do it out of reaction, it would have been done by now. Probably in it, like if he was going to get the sack, he would have got the sack. Been been long time get the sack. You're right in that regards, man. He would have got the sack. But you know, I just think it's a thing where they're doing this calculated thing, really. And like someone has said, Sky Sports have reported Oli is expected to remain as Man United manager despite the heavy defeat. Um, you know, so again, everyone and their nan's going to be linked with the um, linked with the job. Like you've seen, Ten Hag thrown into the into the mix. Brendan Rodgers' name was thrown back into the into the mixer. Uh, Graham Potter. I even saw online Gareth Southgate. I don't know whether to believe that. The tip of the proper names, Conte, these sort of guys. You know, for Conte, there's a lot to consider. Conte's shown he'll walk away. First thing United need to consider is that Conte will walk away if there's bullshit. So, again, they need to get their act together. If he says, I need a centre mid, if I says, I need a centre half, if he says, potentially, I don't want to use certain players, you have to back him. Also, if he joins mid-season, the same luxuries that will be given to any manager of any club, he needs time. He needs to phase people out. Manchester United need to be, need to be prepared for anything. Bit extreme, but what if he turns around and says, I don't want Cristiano Ronaldo? Something that everyone connected with Juventus is now talk, coming out and saying that held them back and all these things. You know, what if he says, I don't want Ronaldo? What happens then? You know, I'm not saying that I'm being a bit extreme. My point just being he needs to be allowed to revamp the team, even if new players have come in, you know, take the 80 million pound hit on Maguire if that's what he wants. There's no way. I think, you know, you know, he's Italian. When you think of Italian, you think of it defending. All of these defenders will probably see an uptake in performance and start playing well. But they also need to consider what if he says 80 million Maguire safe, you know, Ronaldo safe. I don't think he'll ever do it, but Pogba safe. They're going to have to be, be rebuild the team. Some of the players that aren't good enough are going to have to go. Obviously, Conte, you think of experience, you think of free at the back yet and all these things. So maybe, you know, he might say, I'm not trying to do this youngster thing. So there might be a, a, a lack of game time. Obviously, with a formation change, that obviously directly affects personnel, which personnel is or isn't going to play people. So there is a lot to consider, really. For me, you go and get Conte. The man's a proven winner. The man's done it in England. The man's done it everywhere he's gone. You know, if it doesn't work out with Conte, at least I, I think, you know, if you was to sack him midway through the season, if he's struggling, the health he will leave your team in, in terms of understanding what to do, being able to play under pressure, free at the back, looking like a functioning unit will be a lot better than Oli because United... To sit here and say United do not play devastating counter-attacking football consistently, front-footed football consistently, to say they don't press well, to say they don't defend well. Oli, I mean, Ferguson should, you know, Ferguson should, you know, Ferguson's legacy is being is being ripped up really and truly. Um, so, yeah, for what it's worth, Conte's prepared to do it, but no official talks have been said. Allegedly, Zidane is not interested in the role. They've had Ten Hag. 
Potter, all of these guys' names thrown into the ring. If I start reading off some articles for you guys, people, and sharing them with you, um, if we look at the first one, again, Conte keen on Manchester United as players doubt Solskjaer's capability. So he's gone. When the players start to doubt you, you know, in training, they're going to say, what am I doing this for? What am I jumping up and down for? They're going to start questioning things. Even the most, I wouldn't say necessarily loyal, but even all professional, but even the most steady Eddie guy that never causes any problems, he's going to look left and right. And as I said, out of a 25-man squad, you've only got to lose the main five and that's it, you know. People, you know, Ronaldo's, you know, 10-man, you might lose one Ronaldo, but 10-man live on what Ronaldo says at this club religiously. So you've lost 11 men. Pogba, he might have five men. So you've lost six, including Pogba. Suddenly you've lost the whole squad and things like that. Even the players, and you see more time, it's the players that are the squad guys, the ones that aren't, aren't involved, the ones you got to watch closely. Because again, you know, all it's got to take is I don't believe in this manager Van der Beek says, I don't know what I'll go on. Sancho saying, why didn't I stay in Germany? Pogba cold feet about a new deal. Ronaldo asking what's going on. Rashford, you know, in between feeding the children, saying what's going on. Oli, you're not feeding our strikers because there's no creativity. It's peak. But for what it's worth, people, Antonio Conte would be open to discussing taking over at Manchester United if Oli Golasosha were to be sacked. Um, it obviously emerged last night that several players are questioning their gaffer. And I think it's very... You know, I think I saw Luke Shaw's comments where he said that result was 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 coming and it probably was because, as I said, Man United play the same way whether they win, lose or draw. Um, and obviously, they don't get beat 5-0, but the same things, you know, the same things, cheap mistakes, early goals conceded, you know, disillusioned midfield, um, you know, uncoordinated attack, shambolic defence filled with individual errors, players looking like shadows of their former self. And they probably need that, you know. Obviously, how cliche is it when a new manager comes in, everyone's got a spring in their step, everyone starts playing better, players that you thought needed to be on the chopping block start trying to convince you and all of these sort of things, people. But yeah, like even today, I'm seeing I'm seeing reports online that United don't do press, Oli don't do no pressing drills, he doesn't play with the ball in tight space. So again, is it any coincidence the 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 the, the tough time that Maguire had forget Liverpool for a sec, but against against uh, Leicester or whoever it was when he's giving away the ball and just capitulating? Several dressing room sources have told the newspaper that um, at Old Trafford has crystallised a lack of belief in Ole Gunnar Solskjaer being a good enough manager for Man United. The 48-year-old is considered tactically underwhelming while being well-liked by the squad and within the squad. United are thought to be con seriously considering Solskjaer's future after taking one point from their past four Premier League games. Um, apparently, you know... Um, Apparently, Joel Glazer, who heads the American family's ownership, resides in Florida, five years behind the UK. So any decision may be taken later on Monday, which obviously didn't happen. The managing director, Richard Arnold, is understood to have cancelled all appointments on Monday to hold talks with the Glazers. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is under extreme pressure. As you know, Conte has been out of work since May. The man won Inter Milan their first title in how many years? The minute they said we're selling Lukaku, we're pissing about, I'm gone. You know, that's the only luxury Ole Gunnar Solskjaer probably provides Man United in that. I don't see him doing what maybe Van Gaal, um, Jose, potentially even even David Moyes asking what's going on. He's just happy to be there. He knows that he's not fit for the shirt, you know. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is 48. I don't think Lampard and, and Arteta deserve to be necessarily praised. But why was he grouped in with these new age sort of managers, you know? What's going on there? The man was the man's been over ten years in management at Cardiff, and he's been in Man United's reserves and things. So to see to under to, to to not see to see him make certain mistakes are a problem. Like again, it's frustrating for me. It's got something to do with nothing to do with Man United because 
it's like he didn't learn his lesson from the Atalanta game. It's like he still wanted to play with fire. Now, clearly, there's something going on with Paul Pogba, you know. Again, I think Ronaldo's probably become the manager now and you're going to start to lose the other ones really, really and truly. So that's that where Conte's concerned. As I said, Ten Hag, uh, Graham Potter, all of these guys have been thrown into the in, into the ring where, where Man United's concerned people. Um, for what it's worth, I might as well do a poll. Who should Man United sign as their new manager? Let's say Conte, Zidane... Potter, Ten Hag, uh, should we say Rogers? Because he's been linked with the job as well, people. So, yeah, make sure you're voting. One love to the Twitch gang and everybody tuned in and everyone else listening on all the other platforms. But, um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, as it said, apparently Zidane isn't the answer to Oli Golis. No, this is, is this a think piece? I'm actually trying to find what's going on apparently i don't know what job zidane's holding out for apparently psg are onto him you know and I, he was close to juventus allegedly before allegri regained his hot spit hot space hot plate um hot seat sorry apparently zidane is not interested in managing man united, manchester united should decide move on from oligolisolsha i mean he says that now if they make you an offer you can't you can't refuse and a project you can't refuse a lot of things can change but as it stands he um, Oli Golasolsha is expected to remain in charge at least for now. Days are counting, people. You know, so it's peak. So they have to do it. They have to do stuff. But what I would say, where Man United are concerned, don't sign on Antonio Conte because it seems like the only option. Do it because you know what he's about. You know how he can tie into the club and whatnot. Because you're just going to revisit this, you know, at some point um, down the line, really and truly. And Conte has shown he'll walk away from bullshit. So. You've got to be prepared to, you know, I'm sure Oli, um, Oli Golasolsha's pay packet compensation, new deal or not, it can't be too much in comparison. You know, Conte's not going to be cheap and he's he's earned that right not to be cheap. But do it because you, you've looked at his history and you think he ties in. Don't just do it because you're panicking and there's a new, there's a sick name out there because it's not going to end well. You know, for what it's worth, I think Antonio Conte and Man United would be a match made in heaven. I don't necessarily think the football would be pretty. I'm not sure for the young players, but, you know, when I think of Man United, maybe not so much now. And when I think of Conte, I think of winning and he will have a sense of urgency. Conte is not on a joke thing. As much as he wants to improve, I'm sure he'd want to improve the club. He doesn't want his name etched with nonsense. So it's going to be an interesting one. But how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer can re still be in his job, people, it shows you anything can happen in life, really and truly. But the man's days are numbered without a doubt. So that's that where that's concerned. We'll get into the transfer stuff in a bit, in a minute, people. Whatever, what else you got saying? One love to everyone. Zidane wants the France job. You're right. Still, you know, the PSG job could 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 happen. Um, the PSG job could happen. You know, the France job could happen. There's scrutiny with the Champs and things like that. Um, to be fair, Zidane is bigger than the club, not going to lie. I don't know if Zidane is bigger than Manchester United, bro. But what I would say is, I think United probably need someone that, you know, not that United is glittered with stars, but maybe if they had someone that, a Zidane, uh, you know, whatever, somebody whose name holds weight from a managerial point of view, because again, there's no contest, you know, again, the best example is Pep Guardiola, let's just say Pep Guardiola was at United, you know, you've got Pep Guardiola, you've got Ronaldo, they hold each other in football and they hold it, you know, there's, there's the same sort of level, he's not, a, you can't really talk to man, I think PSG need that. Um, as well, really and truly, at least with Zidane, people are listening, it's Zidane and things like that, but 
I don't know. Because stepping into Manchester United for anyone, it's about man. It's like the PSG job at this moment in time. You've got to manage egos. There's a lot of players, you know, I don't know if Pogba's going to be there next year, but you've got to manage Pogba. You've got to manage, you know, you've got to manage Ronaldo. You've got to probably manage a couple of others. You know, there's probably a certain way you've got to do things, but it is what it is. It'll be interesting to see what's going on, but Oli's a dead man walking, but it's, it's almost like, you know, the beginning of the end, really. You know, you're probably still doing your duties in and around Old Trafford, but psh, days are numbered. What can what can you say? The days are the days are numbered, and it's deserved, really. A bit disappointing. But yeah, well, let me see what you lot are saying. Whoever gets it done are 100 percent winning trophies. I mean, I mean, that man is Mr. Champions League from a managerial point of view. Zidane's holding stiff on the France job. I'm shocked. The only painful thing on the weekend was Salah being the first player in the Premier League to net a hat-trick against us. To be fair to you, I hear it and it had to be a Liverpool man, but, you know, who better than Mo Salah, really? At least it's a worthy competitor. And I would say that's the easiest hat-trick he's probably bagged. I don't know how much he's got for Liverpool, but you man handed that on a plate, much like all the goals in that. 12 million payout for Oli. So Oli's laughing, you know, get that. Like I said, Mick McCarthy's been sacked from Cardiff. Got to take your 12 million. Have a little month or two off. Go take the wife around because I'm sure being a manager, you ain't got too much family time. Go to Cardiff, you know. So United, again, you're looking at 12 million on Oli. However much it is, what, you know, Conte was offered a 14 million pound contract by Spurs. So let's just go off something similar to that. You've got to clearly invest in this squad anyways. You've got to flush people out. You know, there might be people that he, that United say can't be sold, that he wants sold. You're going to have to buy into his philosophy, whether you agree with it or not. There'll probably be a sense of adaptation that needs to happen with, with Conte, but it needs to happen. Best believe we're ending a show, a shit show with Conte, but at least we'll be challenging. Exactly, you you know it did. It, it ends mad, but what are you man doing under Oli now? I can't really say you're not challenging because again, if we look at it on a lazy thing, certain teams finished second last year. Oli did challenge. Now we all know it was a, almost a false position. If we're honest with ourselves, man said DG, I'm broken. Oli is still at the wheel. When's it going to end? I don't know, man. Conte has two objectives, Champions League football and financial assurance. I mean, you probably get that, man. Really. Some of the United fans are so flippant that if they beat City and Spurs, they'll be saying Oli in, probably. Man just saying, Sue. Man said, Man United downloaded Tinder. They're now swiping for a new manager and setting up dates. Trust. Paul Scholes bit too busy doing family stuff. Do you see what it is with Paul Scholes? I mean, this is a guy's a weirdo. Probably got his daughter's toenail still in his mouth, really. Weirdo. Um... You know, you've got him being weird. I know Pogba didn't help himself with how he was going on, people. Um, but, you know, Paul Scholes said, Man United won't miss anything if Pogba doesn't play again. Again, Paul Scholes, I know Pogba came on. It was disastrous and stuff like that. But the result, not to, you know, Pogba is a World Cup winner. He needs to don't, not do foolishness. But, I mean, come on now. Like, the game was done. Paul Scholes, probably with toenails in his mouth, said... Paul Pogba coming onto the pitch at halftime to try to help the team and maybe get a little bit, a little respectability. He tries to stand on the ball, tries to show how strong he is in the middle of the pitch, gives the ball away. Then later on, gets sent off with a ridiculous tackle. Now you're 5-0 down with 10 men. You'd think if Oli's still manager there, will we see Pogba in his shirt again? That's true. He's caused mayhem over the last couple of years. I mean... Caused mayhem. I don't necessarily know if that's true or fair. Everyone knows what a talent he is. Everyone trusts him. Every manager trusts him. Tried to give him his head. Tried to give him his head and let him be the player he's been. But with all the commotion, not signing his contract. I mean, Paul Scholes, he, he doesn't have to sign any contract if he doesn't want to. Almost holding the club to ransom. He's not holding the club to ransom. You man, let, you man should have renewed his deal two years ago or whatever. You man gave him a contract length. 
You know, what are you talking about holding the club to ransom? I mean, this making out that the man's a mercenary, the man's a demon is where it goes beyond. You know, if you criticise him on his football, have your opinion on the contractual situation. But is he the first necessarily going to be the last one? You know, you say hold, I'm not saying, but right, listen, I remember Wayne really trying to bust out of Man United on several occasions. And there's many other players. Were they holding the club to ransom? Are you going to do this? This is what I hate where pundits and ex-players, they have agendas against players and they, they under the guise of legit legit points, they start throwing in things and taking it far. But you're not wrong. You know, I don't, I won't go as far as to say he's played his last Manchester United game. But psh, if Oli's there for now, it's looking peak. Well, you're not playing the next two games against City and Spurs, really. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Was it a free game? Is it a free game miss if you get a straight red? So um, I could be wrong. He said, look, he'll probably play again, won't he? But I don't think they'll be missing anything if he doesn't. He's had numerous chances. He keeps saying he lacks consistency. But that's, that is just a lack of discipline and disrespect for your manager and your teammates, what he's done today. Fair play. But, I mean, come on now. You will be missing stuff. you got fucking Fred and McTominay in your midfield. The pool scores. You as a midfielder. Don't let your anger cap make you cap. And, and again, again, for me, what annoys me is the energy is not the same. I can only go off this article, but the energy is not the same for Oli Solskjaer, really and truly. Because, yeah, move away. But Oli put, put Pogba on. Oli didn't learn his lessons from Atalanta. Pogba is one of those sort of players. He's probably better when he starts as well. But you look at Paul Scholes, he said, I think we all realise it's been difficult. I just think the manager got caught up in the emotion of the comeback against Atalanta on Wednesday night. If he did, he would have seen Pogba off the bench added something. So to be fair, Pogba did add something off the bench. And was you, you know, Paul Scholes, you was probably chatting and waxing lyrical about him on, on against Atalanta. He said, we keep going back to that game, but you're never going to do that against Liverpool. They have too much quality. I don't think it was a lack of effort. I think technically they were set up in a way where this could happen. And unfortunately, it did happen. So again, for me, I'm struggling to... Where's the same energy, Paul Pogba? I mean, where's the same energy for Paul Pogba? As as for Oli Golasolsha, Paul Scholes. Paul Scholes a dickhead, man. I mean, he's he's a lovely footballer. Was a lovely footballer, but he's an idiot, man. Again, keep the keep the energy the same. That seems like very sympathetic and very much empathetic, and it probably becomes from a place of I like Oli. I don't like Pogba. I like Pogba's being a footballer, but I don't like the hair. I don't like the dancing. I don't like the baggage. But when it's other clubs, and Man United used to tap up players all the time, and they exactly how Pogba has acted over his future. Man United players used to, act, I mean, perspective Man United players used to act like that. It's very much different. You know, come on now, man. Absolute twat. And I mean, between him, Neville, Rio Ferdinand, all of them just sound like absolute idiots. Ray Keane's the only one. You know, because the Rakeen's not getting not in with the club and that. You know, real real Ferdinand just says whatever's going on, whatever's the clarty thing, man. He just one minute he's man them, then he then he's doing up the nonsense. You know, he's not it's it's a myth, man. It's a myth. A man said, I need that Oli announcement now. Big up DG my G. He's blatantly too emotional to have an unbiased point. You know, it's true, man. It's absolutely true. And for me, it's the lack of consistency. Like I said, keep it fair. Pogba deserves all the critics he's getting. Do not misunderstand me. Every critic. You're a World Cup winner. You come on. To call that a disaster class is a madness. And it was funny on Twitter. People were saying, Man United fans are acting like Pogba did all of that on purpose. It was killing me. Liverpool fans were killing me. But yeah. And I mean, Pogba, I can't lie, man. He was getting bought by Henderson and that, and that feeds the agendas and whatnot, man. Make sure you're subscribing with Amazon Prime to support the channel for free. To stay up to date with me, make sure you're supporting the thing on Twitter. Big up everybody locked in. Interesting comments. A man said, I'm a Gerard slash man myself. Passion. 
Harry Kane is the biggest mercenary. Did a whole interview walking hand in hand talking about leaving and didn't leave. Probably a dud. Absolute duddery for that. Yeah, we spoke about it. Looks like Zidane's a myth. Zidane's a myth. Free game miss. So what's that? That's uh that's City, Spurs. I don't know who United have after that, but I know they're in a very, a very difficult, difficult run of fixtures. So it's got to be someone mad, probably. But to be fair, oi, Oli's gone, man. Oli's gone. Look at Man United's he's gone. You know, he might hang on against Spurs, he might hang on against Atalanta. But the next time he gets, he, there's a sort of lose, loss in a big game. And I hope it's Arsenal that kill him. Like, I hope Conte's not there before December because we'll lose that, you know. But say, fair enough. If Oli leaves, that means Arteta's got to be the first Arsenal manager to be undefeated again against a Manchester United manager if that does happen, people. But, you know, United have Spurs at the weekend, Spurs away. Remember when they held a 6-1? That was that was Jose Mourinho's future, I swear, between either that or Liverpool. Um so Spurs away, at Atlanta away, which I said I said in the pre when we was doing the predictions of the group Champions League many months ago, I said I backed Man United to win at home, which they did, and I think they get bopped at, um, in Italy personally. So I think they get bopped next week in Italy personally, but I don't know that um, really. Um, you've got Spurs, you know, it, it, Atalanta, Manchester City, you know, they normally up for that really, but Manchester City, Watford away, Villarreal away, you know, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. December, you know, the start of December sees Arsenal um, welcomed at Old Trafford where we don't typically do well. But the way Man United are moving, everybody but he probably fancies them at this moment in time, man. They throw in nonsense with Pogba and it annoys me as well, man. Because I've never seen a player, like, killed for dancing, you know. Like, dancing at a family's wedding, like. There's people that are out there getting drunk, taking mad food, mad, mad hard drugs. And they've gone deeper on it. You know, they'll tell them and they, they like how they play because they got the edge to it and all of that bullshit. Bro, Mike, listen, Man United used to have the referees in the pocket, man. So, yeah, man, you know, all comps is peak for United. The league is where he's going to lose his job in it, car. It doesn't matter that you came from behind against Atalanta. In the league is where you're gone in it. Like, I... I think he's gone next week. Like, I, do you know what? I think they beat Spurs because Nuno looks rubbed. But I, I'll be surprised if he's still by the end of by the end of play on Saturday, the sixth of of November. I think he's gone, and I'm even being hopeful. I think he should be gone right now. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jose lost three one. Yeah. So he got the sack with that. But I swear, Joe, Jose held a. I swear, Jose was 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 United manager when Spurs sourced them. Or am I wrong? Or was it or was he Spurs? Was he Spurs gaffer? I can't even remember, man. But yeah, he got the I do remember him getting the clip against Liverpool and you know Oli survived it. You know, what I do think it's not the same, but what I do think you see with Oli Golasolsha's tenure in comparison to Jose is a bit like Emre and Arteta and that things that Jose Mourinho was killed for. Um, you know, there's there's I don't want to say excuses because the fans defo ain't excusing it, but you know, it feels like the club internally are excusing it really and truly. So it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Disrespectful. Yeah, so I'm mixing things up. I don't know why that 6-1 st stays in my head for some reason. So, yeah, apologies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jose got revenge. Don't know why that results, well, 6-1 really getting things mixed up but nonetheless love for correcting 
my inaccurate comments, people. But yeah, moving away from all of that, though, there really isn't anything else to speak about. So we might as well speak about some transfer news and whatnot, folks. And yeah, Kareem Adinyemi has been linked with Real Madrid. I mean, Real Madrid are trying to collect, like, like, like Dragon Balls, just trying to collect all these young players. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit mad, really. Like, it's absolutely, it's absolutely mad. I mean, if they get Kareem Adinyemi in, 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 in addition to an improving Vinicius, if somehow Hazard finds his form, you've got Benzema going, getting better. They've got Kylian Mbappe. They might get a Pogba. They've got Kamavinga. I'm probably missing that. You know, they still want Haaland. Uh, you know, Lewandowski's been linked. Real Madrid are really trying to do this Galactico, Galactico thing once again. And it's looking kind of mad, really. And for Kareem Adinyemi, I can't begrudge him for going. He's been linked with every every club and their nan wants him. You know, Liverpool, which is a big option. I think he should be looking to go to... Listen, I think he should be looking... If Barcelona are looking at you, Real Madrid are looking at you, all of these clubs are looking at you. I couldn't begrudge you for going to any of them. Um, if I'm Dortmund, I say, you know what? Listen, this is who I'm going to get. Haaland's leaving next summer. Come to us. Then, obviously... You stay for a couple of years. You know what, what time it is. You go to your Bayern Munich. You go wherever. The cycle continues, people. You know, Kareem Adeniemi is a madman. Lovely movement. Left-footed. Only 19 years of age, people. Apparently, there's a general feeling in Europe is that Salzburg would be forced to sell um, Adeniemi um, and his representatives have held talks with Bayern Munich. I mean, his representatives have held talks with Bayern Munich. You hear Manchester City have a meeting scheduled with Haaland in January. And for what it's worth, Haaland and his family probably know where he's going because they toured every European, major European club last summer. So they know what they're doing, people. Um, apparently, Salzburg might up their asking price to 40 million euros. He's fully worth it, people. It's fully worth it. Fully, fully worth it. So that's that's that where Kareem Adinyemi is concerned, people. What other transfer news have I got in front of me? Um, let's refresh this page really quickly. Um, when you look at it, Liverpool and Egypt forward Mo Salah wants 500 bags a week to stay at the Reds. Now, at 29 years of age, again, if at 31, 32, he's not doing the business, then hindsight's a wonderful thing. Everyone's a genius. They'll say, why? But at this moment in time, I can't see anything other than maybe not giving him that contract, but maybe if you give him something, maybe like a 300, 300 odd K a week and it's, it's there's hella bonuses that are achievable. I think you'll do it. There's every reason to sell him. Who Liverpool would buy after that? I don't know, because away from being a top player, his consistency levels and his talisman traits are, 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 are irreplaceable at this moment in time. They're not they're going to have to create another Mo Salah. They're not going to buy a ready made Mo Salah. They didn't buy him. Mo Salah was a madman, but he never... You know, they didn't buy Mo Salah in this current current form. He just got crazier and crazier every year. And well, here off from day one. Um, to me, I think they should let him run. He's got two years left. I think they should let him run down his deal and leave for free, to be fair. But I understand the need to let him to sign a deal. I think he'll be scoring goals at least until 32, 33. But yet Liverpool need to think about their wage structure. First things first, if he fell, if he, you know, he's on the decline. And then obviously... Given it, if you look at it just on the Salah thing, it makes sense, you know. But what doesn't make sense is that, you know, you're going to have to suddenly revamp everything you're doing because Salah is the big dog. I don't think anyone is more clutch than at Liverpool than him. But Van Dijk might sit there and say, listen, he's on this much, I need this much, Alisson the same, all of these other ones, the young ones coming up. Might They might not, no, I'm not saying everyone's going to get 500 bags, but you start messing up the structure. It's just like Haaland, if he did sign for Chelsea, you know, the way structure is completely shattered now and it has a knock-on effect. So if they believe that's that, then fair play. Um, for what it's worth, people. Um, you know, the articles, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of it seems to be, a lot of the paper talk seems to be around Ole Gullis Solskjaer's job, you know, 
again, he might get the sack before the Spurs game and what some people are saying, people. Um, as said, Zidane has his sights on PSG or the French national team. Neither position is available. No matter who is in charge at Manchester United next season, the club are expected to pursue Inter Milan and Italy midfielder Barella. Um, for, and they're, they're going to try and get Chiesa from, from Juventus, who they rejected 100-odd million bids from um, Liverpool and uh, Bayern Munich. Um, and obviously, they still want Kieran Trippier. Manchester United and Bayern Munich are both interested in trying to sign Frankie de Jong from Barcelona. Uh, Newcastle have set their sights on signing Zimbabwe and Aston Villa midfielder in Canberra. Uh, Ryan Taylor, former, in, former England under-21 defender and Newcastle player, says the Magpie should approach Steven Gerrard. Trevor Chalabot is close to agreeing a new contract at, at, at Chelsea. Apologies. Uh, Kuman has three games to save his job. I'm sure Oli Golasolsha would love that, but they need to clip him. Apparently, um, Newcastle faced competition from Juventus in their pursuits to lure French forward Osman Dembele to the northeast from Barcelona after the 24-year-old's agent contracted both contacted both clubs about a potential move. Van der Beek has decided to change his agent as he seeks to leave Manchester United this winter with Everton, Newcastle and Juventus interested in, in him. Rise, agents lost his job. Maybe he's saying you ain't done your job. Boy, that's someone that wants to get on a move, really. Let's see. Let's let's look at that in a bit further scrutiny. According to a Dutch pe uh, publication, Van der Beek has parted with his former agent, Guidodo Obers, and Ali Dusson is the man now tasked with being... Um, with, with is now the man tasked with finding a solution for the out-of-favour Netherlands international. And I mean, considering that the gaffer who doesn't seem to play you is probably gone and you're contracted until 2025 at Manchester United, despite playing three appearances all season, surely you'd want to wait to at least have an honest conversation with this new incoming manager. Like, as you lot can see, people, you know what you can't see, just by looking online, you know, uh, Conte's name, all the articles with United, Brendan Rodgers has resurfaced again. So, yeah, again, it must be quite harsh, to be fair, when you're Oli and you still got to train and do all of these sort of things and every and your job's still under scrutiny, people. Um, in relation to Newcastle, Manchester United Academy Direct... Manchester City, apologies, Di Academy Director Jason Wilcox will heard, hold further talks with Newcastle United about taking up a newly created director of football role at St. James's Park. Discussions have also been held, as you know, with Mark Overmars. Um, um, Andres, Andreas Christensen's contract talks with Chelsea appear to have stalled people um, for the last two months. So him and Rüdiger can they get that over the line? Apparently, Harry Sutter, who you know, and I'm sure he's played for England at youth level now. Australia, he's interested in Aston Villa, Everton, and Tottenham Hotspur folks. So it seems to be quite interesting. Away from all of that, though, that was the transfer talk. I mean, there is some more actually. Let's we're not done yet, are we? What's going on here? There seems to be a bit more people. Let's go on goal.com. They've got some exciting ones. Um, we've spoken about Zidane. He don't want the job. Oli Golasolsha's job is safe for now, courtesy of The Athletic. Liverpool are plotting a move for Jude Bellingham. Apparently, even um, Borussia Dortmund are trying to sign his younger, not younger brother, Job Bellingham from, um, from Birmingham. Talented player in his own right. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's to make Jude Bellingham feel a bit more at home in Germany and make him less likely to leave. But I do think you bid 100 million, you get this man. Jude Bellingham's a scary 18-year-old, you know. This time next year, you'd expect him to be an England starting player, going to go from strength to strength. And it's no coincidence why Jurgen Klopp is being linked with the 28, um, with, with, uh, with uh, um, 100 odd million bid for the for the 18-year-old. Um, 
So, yeah, it makes fully sense. Manchester City are tracking Ajax star Anthony, who's obviously doing well for um doing doing well for, for Ajax, you know, the 21-year-old. His contract doesn't expand until 2025, so they're going to have to come with something serious. Bayern Munich will be open to selling Kingsley Coleman when the market reopens. Apparently, they want the 25-year-old to extend his contract beyond 2023, but he is demanding a 16 million euro salary in wages. Bayern Munich are unwilling to match that figure and will therefore listen to any offers that come in for him next year. And we've spoken about De Jong and Dembélé. We've spoken about that. We've spoken about that. So I think that is that, folks. I think that's the where the transfer talk is concerned. That's that. Um, what else have we got? Away from that, as we know, it's EFL Cup action, people. EFL Cup preview, as, as you lot already know. So we've got to think about that. We've got to speak about that and all these things. Now, there doesn't appear to be any Arsenal transfer news, my broski. You know, linked to the same old tired players. Jude wants to go to Liverpool because of his idol, Gerard. maybe. I'm starting to believe that salary caps should be introduced. It can't keep going up. It's unsustainable. I mean, in any other walk of life, I think that's a bit inhumane. And for me personally, I think if you're going to do that, then you need to find some sort of caps on the money people above above board at the club are earning, whether that's the owners or whatever, and the fat cats. Because you got to remember... The players are never, the, bro, Liverpool are never going to be in a position where they could even consider giving man 400 bags a week if they're not making pounds on, that's pennies to sell if they're not making a lot more. Ozil is never getting 300 bags a week at Arsenal. However much the United players get, what the players get are pennies. They're in the public eye. That's why these lot get onto them. These lot make serious buck. If anyone deserves it, it's the players. It's the players that are playing a bag of games, a bag of pointless friendlies, being juiced up with all sorts of pills and injections to return. You know, it's their, them facing the criticism. It's them that when you saw with coronavirus, the first people out to defend this thing and were trying to help and still trying to help and do things um, for the community with football. If anyone deserves it, it's the footballers. If anything, maybe you've got, for me, you've got to look at how money is spent in the game. I don't really have a problem with, I know agents do the dirty players earn a lot, but I don't have a problem with agents agents and players earning a lot because I know seeing it firsthand and speaking to people clubs do the dirty a lot a lot of people always see the players as being mercenaries at clubs the clubs never in the wrong I'm not saying you PMAF but again I think if you're going to go over that you need to go over the club it's like you know it's like a hedge fund a hedge fund worker you're going to tell someone that's a, a, a successful stockbroker or whatever that he can't earn so much you know where the commission he gets his pennies to what his company's bringing in so if you're going to do that, you need to get rid of, you need to get get at the owners and the, and the money being brought in the game, which you saw rising with Super League or the lack of money. You saw with what the fat cats in the Premier League, they tried to charge us, what, 15 quid to watch Burnley and someone else. If you're going to, if anyone doesn't deserve it, it's these lot. And if you've got to go for these lot first, what the, the players are, the players are workers. I know it's a privileged position, but the players are workers, really and truly. The market has decided these lot are getting paid this much. You know, and then and again, these clubs are never going to be in this position um, unless unless they're earning a lot more. And you look at someone like Barcelona, they've had to be they've been a bit brazen in it and they've been allowed to just mess around. So, again, you need to go at the individuals, if anything. It's an interesting one. Don't forget 11.30, folks. 11.30, we're going live again. That's on YouTube, however. So, yeah, don't disappoint yourselves. Don't shake yourselves. Make sure you're all there, folks. Let me get the links for you guys again. Sorry, folks. 
one love to everybody who's been hitting those like buttons and all those things. Appreciative to everyone who's in the on that's on YouTube. Appreciate to the Twitch gang that's been here early morning, early doors, man. It's very appreciative. Yeah, I spoke about Kareem Adeniemi. I'm going to the game tonight. Good luck. Safe travels, bro. Safe travels to everybody who's doing this thing. Yeah, no. Nah. For me, it's just like, like I said, you know, I respect your opinion, but it's like it's the players, isn't it? And I just think it's inhumane because in your walk of life and definitely in my walk of life, where us content creators, despite the fact I'm busting my ass all the time, pause, it's definitely not. I'm not going to lie. If someone said salary cap, I'll be like, hang on a minute. The money's unsustainable, but again, the players are just entertainers. The players are what get people through the door, really and truly. It's like WWE, the play, the, the owners of Vince McMahon. I don't know if it's still a thing, but Booker T, Goldberg, The Rock, all of these guys are just part of the stable. It's a death row thing. They're just part of the label, really and truly. So if anyone deserves it, for me personally, it's the footballers. It's death row the agents as well. But I understand if people think differently. Yeah, man. This is why I like this community. We, you know, we have different opinions and whatnot. To round this thing up, though, people, it's time to get into the, you know, think about the cup action this week. Let me actually see who we, who is playing who. EFL Cup. I know Arsenal have leads. You know, apparently we'll speak about it at 11.30, but Arteta is hell-bent on naming a strong side, which I'm not necessarily against. I know people are talking about the games coming thick and fast and we've got two games this week. I know Arsenal aren't in it. I know Arsenal have a long way to go before they are in it. But all the Champions League clubs last week, a pair of them had to play Tuesday, Wednesday and played on Saturday. Some, if you're lucky, Sunday. So you have to get with it. I do think playing on Tuesday and playing on Saturday, there's enough recovery period, really and truly. So on one hand, I would like to see rotation. But on the other hand, I would like to see a strong a strong team keep the momentum going. We're still unbeaten in five. It's been every anything but perfect, but you get the point. Today, see some interesting games, man. You've got Chelsea against Southampton. Livermento Derby, hopefully he can say something really and truly. I don't know if Southampton will rest players. You'd imagine there'll be some rotation where Chelsea are concerned. QPR versus Sunderland. Arsenal versus Leeds, where I've done a preview of it yesterday. Go and check that out on YouTube and we'll speak about it again. Like I said, I'm, you know, I want to see a strong team. When I think of Leeds, I think of intensity, I think of pressing, I think of all of those things under Bielsa. They have had some injuries. Sometimes when your league form is well full, the, the cup can be a welcome a welcome distraction and can be actually kickstart things. So I'm a bit scared of that as well. Um, if I'm honest with you, you've got Stoke against Brentford. Again, like I said, West Ham versus Manchester City. I'll be doing a watch along on YouTube. I mean, on Twitch, sorry. So, yeah, make sure you've checked your schedule and you um, set your reminders. West Ham versus City. That's, you know, West Ham have been in good form. Man City or Man City, they'll probably, you'd imagine Sterling, etc. And all of them guys play. Um, you've got Leicester against Brighton. You've got Preston against Liverpool. You've got Burnley away to Tottenham. I mean, away to on on what this is. You know, the Wednesday fixtures are Stoke, a Stoke, Brentford, West Ham, City, Leicester, Brighton, Preston, Liverpool, and you know, quite quite the travelling for 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 Spurs really and truly. You know, you got to play evening on Saturday against Man United. You got to play against Burnley. It's all it's all mad really. And you got two games this week. Man United, courtesy of going out of this competition, and it's probably good for Oli. Are only playing once this week, so we'll see what that game throws up. People, it's due to be interesting. Livermento probably won't be allowed to play because he's only on loan at Southampton. He's not on loan. 2-0 Preston, hopefully. Intensity. <laughs> Crazy, man. 
But yeah, man, if we win against against Leicester and Watford, we'll be in top four. But hey, in all that matters is being there in May, man. The league is fluctuating, as I keep saying. You know, Spurs were the worst team ever. They're now just off the top four. You know, again, there's not much in it. You know, the top three, well, the the big three, as I call them, in Liverpool, City, and uh, Chelsea, they're in their own world. I'd say from fourth to about fourteenth in the league, there isn't much point separating it. From 14th to 20th, with the exclusion and the exception of Norwich, you are going down. There isn't too much in it. So, can't really draw too many conclusions, really and truly. And this now, this is where every team, you want to be that team who starts to take points, who goes on a winning run in the league, who starts to move away from the pack and things. Every point counts, people. And again, all that matters is where you finish in May. So, it is well, it is, it, it firmly is what it is where that's concerned folks really let me have one last browse for anything that's of, of significance again if you you know just just this general one for you lot people apparently u.s businessman chris ken kirchner keen on buying championship club following administration um you know 34 year old business mogul in in the states is keen on taking over derby derby who have been everything in you know all sorts of meanings of the word shambles. You know, Wayne Rooney's having to pay out of his own pocket at points. You know, you're hearing he's saying he's calling the pre he's calling the president of the club, the owner of the club. He's not answering, but when he calls off the physio's phone, he's answering. So you know, when you got the owner of the club ducking you, it's peak, isn't it? And you know, I know Derby. They got the looming points deduction. They're never in the headlines for the good things, in it, and it it must be stressed. So again, if someone can take over that club, then fair play. But that's the latest where Derby are concerned. Unfortunately, oh sh oh that's shit. I've just reviewed... Oh, that's shit. Apologies for my language, people. First things first, RIP Walter Smith, former Rangers, Everton and Scotland boss, unfortunately has lost his life at seven, at 73 years of age. Fucking hell, man. That's unfortunate. Rangers legend, footballing pioneer, hallmark of the Scottish game, man. You know, he led Rangers to 10 top flight titles, five Scottish Cups and six League Cups, as well as getting to the UEFA Cup final in, in 2008. As somebody connected to Rangers said, he embodied everything that Rangers should be. And may your soul rest in peace, my guy. You know, that's shit news. Sports, prayers, everything along those lines with your family, man. That is very poor, man. You know, how you judge your life is how you, how you, a life should be judged on how you've touched the lives of others. And when you think of Walter Smith, you think of Rangers, you think of Scotland, you think of Everton, you think of football in excellence. So, RIP the man and thoughts with his family at the difficult time. That's crap. So yeah, excluding that, I don't think there's there, there's there's much people. I mean, the owners of the Glazers, you know, I mean, Man United owners, really, apparently they've missed out on buying an IPL team. The Glazers failed in their attempt to buy one of the two IPL cricket franchises. Glazers missed out a day after United were beaten 5-0 by Liverpool. Um, so yeah, people. I guess I'm, I'm sure Man United fans, you're not, you're not, you're not trying to hear that at, at all, um, really. But yeah, the owners of the, the the Glazer family, owners of Man United and NFL Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have missed out on buying an Indian Premier League cricket team. So yeah, people, they missed out on buying that. So that might show you where their priorities are concerned. And um, apparently Leicester apply, sorry people, Leicester have applied to expand their stadium. Leicester have submitted a planning application for the expansion of the King Power Stadium. After running a public consultation in August and September, the club have, info, have confirmed that they have now applied for permission from Leicester City Council to develop the ground. 
The club say there was an overwhelmingly positive response to the consultation period, which involves local residents, businesses, businesses, stakeholders and fans having their say. The application will now be heard and discussed by the city's council planning committee at the beginning of 2022. So, yeah. And I think Man United are planning on expanding Old Trafford and somehow seeing how they can get array around it as well. Because I don't think you can build stadiums as big as Man United where England are concerned. But I don't actually know that to be the case. But with that being said, this has been a fantastic pod, people. So on that note, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to prepare myself for 11.30. Please make sure you're all here at 11.30. Um, that's over on YouTube, though. So go and hit, go and make sure you're subscribed if you haven't. Hit the sub button and all those sort of things. After that, 6.45, again, we'll be staying on YouTube. Again, I'll be doing a watch-along. And then tomorrow, I'll be back for West Ham versus Manchester City on Twitch. Big up to everyone who's been in, been in my football manager streams. Um, in fact, I'll be on Twitch at two periods as well because I'm going to have my guy, Budge, we'll talk about Arsenal. If there is time to fit football manager in, I will, but I don't think there will be. So, yeah, you know you'll get another football manager episode this week. So, yeah, as I said, please make sure you're checking out the community tabs. That's going to be your best friend. It's always a pleasure speaking to you lot across all my platforms as well. Again, appreciate everyone who's been here this morning, but I'm going to love and leave you. It's been a fantastic sort of chat. So, yeah, man, people, stay safe, stay well, attack the week. Hope to see you lot again. I'm out. Because you always just have to act with that man. I've been given, like...